0: Hare Krishna, I welcome all to Everyday Chant Hare Harinam Conference call. Today we are very fortunate to have His Grace, Gopal Haridas Prabhu, uh, to enlighten us on verse 7, chapter 9 of of 5, and also uh, speak on um, appearance of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hare Krishna Prabhu. please accept, Hare Krishna, my, please accept my obeisances.
1: All Glorious is Shila Prabhupada. It's... Um, uh, happy Gaur Purnima to everyone. So nice to be here today. Actually, um, uh, yesterday, uh, um, Shama Mataji, she Mataji, men- she asked me to speak on Gaur Purnima. So I um, I didn't realize that I also have to speak on a verse. So perhaps I could we could just, since today is Gaurapurneema, we could just uh, speak from Chaitanya Charatamrita. Sure, and Shabushi. then tomorrow someone could do my verse.
0: Sure,
1: probably. Sure. Okay, wonderful. Thank you. Uh, So, uh, we'll just start with a little uh, uh, prayer to Lord Chaitanya. Jaya Jaya Shri Chaitanya, Jaya Nityananda Jaya Jaya Shri Chaitanya, Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra, Jaya Gaurabhakta Vrinda Jaya Dvaita Chandra, Jaya Gaurabhakta Vrinda Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya, Jaya Nityananda, Jaya Dvaita Chandra, Jaya Ghura, Bhakta vrinda So I'm reading from um, Sri Chaitanya Chaitanya Tamrita, Adi Leela, Chapter 13, Text 5. So once again, this is Adi Leela, Chapter 13, The Advent of Lord Chaitanya, Text 5. jayashi chaitanya chandre ra bhakta chandr gana jayashi chaitanya chandre ra bhakta chandr gana sabara prema yutsnaya ujjwala tribhuvana sabara prema yutsnaya ujjwala tribhuvana jayashi chaitanya chandre ra bhakta chandr gana sabara prema jo tsnaya tribhuvana Translation of Purpa by Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai All glories to the moons who are devotees of the principal moon Lord Chitanya Chandra Their bright moonshine illuminates the entire universe Once again All glories to the moons who are the devotees of the principal moon Lord Chaitanya Chandra. Their bright moonshine illuminates the entire universe. Purport. In this verse, we find the moon described as Chandra Gana, which is plural in number. This indicates that there are many moons. In the Bhagavad Gita 10.21, the Lord says, Nakshatranam aham shashi. Among the stars, I am the moon. All the stars are like the moon. Western astronomers consider the stars to be suns, but Vedic astronomers following the Vedic scriptures consider them moons. The sun has the ability to shine powerfully, and the moons reflect the sh- sunshine and therefore look brilliant. In the Chaitanya Chaitamrita, Krishna is described to be like the sun, the supreme, pow- the supreme powerful. Is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Shri Krishna, or Lord Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and his devotees are also bright and illuminating because they reflect the Supreme Sun. The Chaitanya Chaitamrita Maghya 2231 states Krishna Surya Sama Maya Haya Yahan Krishna Tahanayi Maya Adhikar Krishna is bright like the sun. As soon as the sun appears, there is no question of darkness or nations. Similarly, the present verse also describes that by the illumination of all the moons brightened by the reflection of the Krishna sun or by the grace of all the devotees of Norchitanya Mahaprabhu, the entire world will be illuminated despite the darkness of Kali Yuga. Only the devotees of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu can dissipate the darkness of Kali Yuga, the ignorance of the population of this age. No one else can do so. We therefore wish that all the devotees of the Krishna Consciousness Movement may reflect the Supreme Sun and thus dissipate the darkness of the entire world. All glories to the moons who are the devotees of the principal moon, Lord Chaitanya Chandra. The bright moonshine illuminates the entire universe. So, um, today is Gaurapurnima. It's the day when uh, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared in this world uh, some 550 years ago. I think someone has their phone uh, unmuted, so if, uh, perhaps if you can mute it there. Um, so the um, uh, it's being described here that how Lord Chaitanya, Lord Chaitanya Chandra, he is the principal moon, and all of his devotees. Are the Chandra Gana? They are the, uh, the many moons uh, reflecting or you could say glorifying this principal moon of Lord Chaitanya. So, um, in this verse of the Chitanya Chaitanya Chaitanya Madhya 2231, it describes how Krishna is bright like the sun. Krishna is bright like the sun. Krishna Suri uh, Maya and the Krishna is like the sun. And wherever Krishna appears, wherever Krishna is present, wherever he chooses to appear, there the darkness of ignorance is destroyed, It's vanquished. There that darkness, uh, whatever that darkness is, it goes away. Yahan Krishna nai Maya Dikara And this is the quality of Krishna consciousness. Therefore, wherever there is Krishna consciousness, wherever people are conscious of Krishna, There, all the darkness within their minds and hearts disappears. So the question here now is that why is Lord Chaitanya described as the moon, the principal moon? Right, we go to Mayapur today. There's a very great, very wonderful festival in Mayapur that those of us in Mayapur, those of us who are not in Mayapur are missing. A great festival is happening and it's called the Sri Chaitanya Chandrodaya Mandir. This is Prabhupada also named this, the Chaitanya Chandrodaya Mandir. We say. We say that Krishna's sun, Krishna is like the rising sun. When Krishna rises anywhere, it dissipates darkness. But then we say that um, Chaitanya Chandra, that Lord Chaitanya is the rising moon. He is the most beautiful moon. So if Lord Chaitanya is none different than Krishna, if Lord Chaitanya is Krishna himself, then why is Lord Chaitanya described as the moon? And Lord Krishna is described as the sun. Why uh, is it, it called Chaitanya Chandra, the moon of Lord Chaitanya? Would anyone like to suggest on the call a reason?
2: Hare Krishna Prabhuji, is it because he gives the soothing uh, sunlight?
1: Ah, this, this is actually is... very nice. <laughs> Every metaphor has many different meanings. So, um, uh, yes, the moonlight, unlike the sunlight, is very, very soothing, especially in summer days. Uh, you know, at night, this moon is giving light, but it's not burning, it's soothing. It's actually very cooling, right? So Lord Chaitanya, he's uh, Mahavadanyaya, he's the most merciful. He's, he's, he liberates the demons not by killing them. He liberates our demonic tendencies not by killing us, but by giving us love of God, by, by showering his love upon us. So yes, this is one reason, very nice reason that therefore Lord Chaitanya, his brightness, his shining, is called the moon because he's very soothing, very vadanyaya, uh, uh, very merciful, very nice. Another reason. Someone else on the call would like to. Uh, suggest just another reason why he is called Chaitanya Chandra, not Chaitanya Surya. You never see Chaitanya Surya. <laughs> it's Chetanya Chandra.
0: He's, what he's is beautiful the name? beautiful yes. like?
1: He's beautiful like moon. Oh, he's beautiful he like is the moon. Yes, <laughs> yes, very beautiful. Very, uh, and, and this is also a very nice uh, point because. The moonlight is just, you know, shining, brilliant. So Lord Gauranga, he was in some ways even more beautiful than Lord Krishna because he had the color molten gold of Shrimati Radha So um, here in the purport, Prabhupada is making a specific point. He's saying how the moonlight, what is the nature of the moonlight? What is the source of the moonlight? The light of the moon is not its own light. But the light of the moon is a reflection of the light of the sun. The moonlight reflects the light of the sun, and then it shares that light with everyone in the entire world. Throughout the entire world, everyone gets that, that light through the moon. right? And therefore, the devotees of the Lord, they're always also called moons. This is a fact. They're never called suns. Like, uh, even present-day devotees of the Lord... Um, uh, people would say the two great luminaries, or uh, uh, they, they are always referred to as moons. Prabhupada also used to say that we need one, you know, one empowered devotee. He said, "So many stars are there, but if there's one moon, then it will brighten the night sky." Therefore, one, one servant of the Lord, one dedicated, uh, you know, unalloyed servant of the Lord can liberate this entire world. And of course, Prabhupada never thought of this himself the devotee himself never thinks that he's a devotee the devotee himself never thinks that the devotee is doing anything for the lord but the uh, Prabhupada himself never thought that he did any service for the lord but he was actually speaking about himself right that uh, he was uh, he was that moon he was that moon that came and liberated everyone here in this kaliyu so Lord Chaitanya, he is called the moon. Why? Because he is Krishna in the form of his devotee. Right? He is Krishna coming in the mood of his devotee. He is not Krishna coming as Krishna in all of his different incarnations. He comes God as God. You know, uh, Krishna coming as the Supreme Lord, either as Nishinadeva or Vamana or, uh, or um, uh, Kalki. He is coming in this day and age in the mood of his own devotee. And, and because Krishna is the greatest in everything, Krishna is the best dancer, he is the greatest uh, musician, he is the greatest lord and master of this world, he is the greatest, most wealthiest person, he is the strongest person. But the quality of the Lord is that he is therefore, because he is the greatest of everything, he is also the greatest devotee. Krishna also has to be the greatest devotee. If he's the best of everything, he's the best devotee also. And when he comes as Lord Chaitanya, he is coming as the greatest devotee. Therefore, Namo maha Krishna Prema pradayate He is the most munificent. He is the most merciful, because devotees are merciful. That's the nature of devotees. The very heart of a devotee, the very essence of a devotee, is their mercy, is their compassion. So the most compassionate person is Lord Chaitanya, because He's the greatest devotee of the Lord. And therefore, he's the, he, as is specifically mentioned in this verse, he is the primary, the principal moon. Lord Chaitanya is the principal moon. Right. He is Chaitanya Chandra, who has come to, uh, uh, to liberate the entire, uh, the entire world, this entire age of Kali. He has come to give but no one else gave, ever before. That is Krishna prema, pure love for Krishna. He has come to give us the highest form of love of God. Not just any love, but the highest form of love of God. So Prabhupada here says that the, the current devotees of Lord Chaitanya, they are reflecting Lord Chaitanya's moonlight. Only the devotees of the Lord, uh, only the devotees of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, can dissipate the darkness of Kali Yuga the ignorance of the population of this age, no one else can do so. We therefore wish that all the devotees of the Krishna consciousness movement may reflect the Supreme Sun and thus dissipate the darkness of the entire world. And in this, Prabhupada is saying that the devotees of the Lord are liberating the entire Kali Yuga, the, the ignorance of the population is, is being dissipated only by the devotees. They, only they can change this. Here also he says, the entire world will be illuminated despite the darkness of Kali Yuga by the devotees. And he's therefore then requesting us. He says, we therefore wish that all the devotees of this movement, which is all of us, may reflect the Supreme Sun. We may become small moons following in the footsteps of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu by the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and help dissipate the darkness of the entire world. Right now, as we know, as you can see, the world is very, very dark. It's very dark. We are not, by Krishna's mercy, we're fortunate we're not in those areas of this world. But such a big war is going on. And we think, what is the solution? How how can we help people? Uh, There's such a you know, horrible people uh, uh, People are being uh, uh, destroyed left and right. Uh, buildings are being broken. Homes are being destroyed. This darkness is there. The only solution, the only uh, the only uh, remedy for this day and age are the devotees of the Lord who are going to uh, reflect the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. And now uh, in the following verses, uh, Srila Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami describes how Lord Chaitanya did this. How did he accomplish his task of uh, dissipating the darkness of this Kali Yuga? How did he share his mercy? So now let's go to text 19 of the same chapter and I'll um, read a few verses there that that clearly describe Lord Chaitanya's mood. Sarva Tam Yasyam Krishna Chaitanya Vatirna Krishna Namabhi I offer my respectful obeisances unto the full moon evening in the month of Falgun, an auspicious time full of auspicious symptoms, when Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu advented himself with the chanting of the holy name Hare Krishna. So here Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami is offering obeisances to Chaitanya Chandra, who, Lord Chaitanya, who is the greatest moon, and he's also offering obeisances to that full moon evening. So it's uh, not a uh, coincidence that Lord Chaitanya appears, he is called the greatest moon, and he appears on the full moon evening in the month of Fagun. He's offering obeisances to that evening. And as we all know, that at the time of appearance, of Lord Chaitanya's appearance, there was a lunar eclipse. Why? Because when the real moon had appeared, there was no need for this material moon. So that full moon, of the full moon evening, to whom Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami is offering his obeisances, that moon disappeared because the real moon had arrived. And this is, again, we see the uh, importance of uh, of this um, description of the moon in, in relation of Lord Chaitanya that actually physically that moon goes away and how does the Lord advent? He advents with the chanting of the holy name Hare Krishna so we all know the story that because during the lunar eclipse it's a very inauspicious moment everyone began chanting the holy name of Krishna all the residents everyone because this was the custom, this was the tradition and therefore, although it was the inauspicious moment, although it's considered to be inauspicious moment, that moment became the most auspicious because the whole world was chanting the holy name of Krishna. And the chanting of the holy name of Krishna is so powerful what this shows is that the chanting of the holy name of Krishna, if done, will will make the atmosphere more auspicious. Than any inauspiciousness that is possible, in in any place. So, if a devotee uh, uh, chants the holy name of Krishna, if there's any inauspiciousness, that inauspiciousness goes away. Therefore, the devotee of the Lord only needs to take shelter of the holy name of Krishna. And because Lord Chaitanya appeared at that time, He showed that Lord Chaitanya showed that that He appeared to to distribute the holy name of Krishna. Because from the very moment of his birth, he was getting people to chant. He he chose the time when people would chant and appeared during that time. The next verse. On the full moon evening of the month of Falgun, when the Lord took birth, coincidentally, there was also a lunar eclipse. In jubilation, everyone was chanting the holy name of the Lord, Hari Hari, and Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then appeared. After first causing the appearance of the holy name, so uh, here Krishna das Kaviraj Goswami particularly mentions that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared after first causing the appearance of the holy name. So how can we get the mercy of Lord Chaitanya today, on day How can we get the mercy of Lord Chaitanya on any day? We can get the mercy of Lord Chaitanya if we take the holy name of Krishna. When we chant Krishna's name, then Lord Chaitanya appears. So, he is attracted by the chanting and that's what attracts him to our hearts. One time, uh, some devotees, they asked Srila Prabhupada, they said that um, if Lord Chaitanya is the most merciful, if he's Namo Mahavadanyaya, then um, why should we not chant the Panchatatra mantra? Why do we chant the Hare Krishna Mahā mantra? We should chant you know, Gauranitai, because they are the most merciful. So Srila Prabhupada said, yes, in fact, they are the most merciful. Parama karuna pahudu Chandra. They are the most merciful. No one in this world is more merciful. If we are in great difficulty, if we are in great need, if there's some great problem, we just have to remember Lord Chaitanya. The Chaitanya Chaitanya actually says this. It says, by remembrance of Lord Chaitanya, that which is very difficult becomes easy. A very difficult situation will become very easy. And so, uh, we just have to remember Lord Chaitanya. And when we remember Lord Chaitanya, then what happens? That very difficult situation becomes uh, clear, becomes very easy. So, yes, indeed, Prabhupada said that he is the most merciful. However, because we want to please Lord Chaitanya and because we want to get his mercy... We need to follow His instructions. And Lord Chaitanya instructed us to chant Krishna's holy name. Lord Chaitanya instructed us to chant the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. And since He told us to do this, therefore it's our first duty to chant the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. Well, we first chant Panchatattva Mantra, but it's our we primarily, therefore, chant Hare Krishna. Because He came in the mood of a devotee. So He wants Krishna glorified. Of course, we glorify Him. Also, we pray to Him. It's only uh, by the Lord Chaitanya's mercy that we get Krishna. But still, Krishna is still always the center, because Krishna Surya sama. Krishna is the sun, and Lord Chaitanya has come in the mood of Shrimati Radharani, in the mood of a devotee, uh, to give us that son. So, to follow His instructions, we chant the Hare Krishna Maha mantra. So, when we are chanting, we're following Lord Chaitanya's instructions. And when we follow, He becomes pleased and then He appears within the core of our heart. So, Lord Chaitanya only appeared after first causing the appearance of the Holy Name. Next verse. balya prabhu At His birth, in his childhood and and in his early and later boyhood, as well as in his youth, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, under different pleas, induced people to chant the holy name of Hari, the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught by his example that he took every opportunity to get people to chant the holy name. Under different pleas, meaning that under different excuses, he would get people to chant. In his childhood, in his early and later boyhood, as well as in his youth, in every stage of his life, he found some way to get everyone to chant. Therefore it said, Lord Chaitanya says, Guru That he says, wherever you go, whoever you meet, give them the message of Krishna these books that we distribute on the streets the Bhagavad Gita, the Shrimad Bhagavatam, the Chaitanya Chaitamrita they are filled with Krishna's holy names every page is filled with Krishna's holy names furthermore by reading them people become convinced to chant similarly we also, we devotees we become uh, very inspired to chant when we read Prabhupada's books. So, Yari Tariko Krishna Upadesh. By giving the Upadesh of Krishna, the goal is that we get people to chant. Prabhupada said this actually. He said, I wrote all of these books. He said, all 80 volumes of books. Someone asked Prabhupada, What is the need of so many books? He said, I wrote all of these books simply to get to convince you to chant Hare Krishna. So, the, the purpose of these books, by reading these books, we become more and more convinced to chant the Hare Krishna mahamantra Mantra. And not just, it's funny, I was just reading, uh, just hearing a uh, lecture this morning uh, while I was getting, uh, showering and things. Uh, I was listening to a lecture from Srila Prabhupada and he was saying how um, how um, uh, we, we must have a quality to our chanting. Chanting is there Chanting is, is very uh, immensely potent. But we must have a quality to chanting. And that quality of chanting comes by avoiding the ten offenses against the holy name of Krishna. That quality of chanting, that purity of chanting comes when we avoid the ten offenses. So in some ways, the ten offenses is part of... Avoiding the ten offenses is part of chanting Hare Krishna because we are able to chant nicely. We're actually able to get the essence, the, the, uh, the, the purity, the love for chanting and just like we were hearing that quote today that Mataji read was so nice. That quote also is confirming the same thing that Prabhupada was saying not just chanting but chanting with love. Chanting without offenses. So how do we get that? We get that from by developing love for Krishna, by shavanam, kirtanam, Vishnu, smaranam, by hearing about Krishna. We become free from offenses by associating with the devotees of the Lord and by learning from them, by hearing from them, by performing devotional service. And therefore, this is a full process. Prabhupada's process is perfect. There's no shortcuts. It's amazing. I, whenever people think, oh, there's a shortcut, like this devotee is asking Prabhupada, he said, if chanting in the holy name of Krishna is everything, why do you have so many books? Why do we have so many services? Because by all of these things, we are um, purifying the heart so that we can chant nicely. But the most important thing is the chanting. Because we're doing everything so that we can chant nicely. So all of these things are helping us. The whole Krishna consciousness movement is designed in this way to uh, to fulfill Lord Chaitanya's desire of spreading the holy name, of of tasting the holy name, and giving it to every single person. There's this very nice purport in the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita uh, that where Prabhupada talks about the he calls it the, the um, pariyopasana, which are five things. Um, Lord Chaitanya also taught these five things, uh, uh, which are nam dham Diti, devotee Bhagavatam. Rupa Goswami speaks of them also: uh, worshipping the deity, reading Shrimad Bhagavatam, serving the other devotees, Vaishnav seva, uh, visiting the Dhamma, the the uh, uh, the holy places, and Srila Prabhupada says that these things give strength to our chanting. And in that verse he says without these things we cannot, our, our chanting will not be powerful. It will not be, we will not get the power or the potency in our chanting. So Prabhupada again is, is, is justifying his whole process. Why he has given us this Krishna consciousness movement, all these services, the places of pilgrimage, the different books to read. Because these things bring power they bring potency in the chanting of the holy name of Krishna so Lord Chaitanya Krishna. He took every opportunity every excuse to get people to chant the holy name of Krishna in the same way we also should take every opportunity to tell someone about something about Krishna or to engage them in chanting To uh, and a simple way of doing that is by you know Uh, sharing our spiritual name with people. So when people ask us, what is your name? Then we should tell them what our initiated name is by sharing them our spiritual name. Why? Because it becomes an excuse to get them to chant. If our material name is a materialistic name or a name of a demigod, like sometimes it is in India, then people will be saying, you know, pinky or sweetie or whatever the, the, uh, the material name is. So uh, I see many devotees often they, they, you know at work and things they will uh, share their legal name, their, their material name. Well, obviously, if we're at the airport, we have to give our passport and do our legal name. But at, at work and things, like always we should just share our spiritual name. Uh, people won't even know that this is not our actual name. They, they, they will always just know us by that name, and even in the material world, like I have one student in my class. Uh, at, at my university and her legal name is Tia but everyone calls her Dali. This is just her name. This is the name that she likes. So it's very common. So by uh, devotees should always share their spiritual name because people should call the name of Krishna. This is Lord Chaitanya's way of preaching. We are, we are following that example. If our name is Krishna's name, then when people will say our name, then they'll say Krishna's name. So, Next verse, in his childhood when the Lord was crying, he would stop immediately upon hearing the holy names Krishna and Hari. So Lord Chaitanya, on the pretext of crying, would get people to chant the holy name. As a little baby, we know how babies, they cry and they cry and they cry. I also have a two-year-old and he just cries when he wants to cry. And he cries and cries. There's no way to stop him. And the mother and the father, they become so um, distraught that my child is is not crying. And if they knew a way to stop it, they would stop it. So the ladies, they figured out that Lord Chitanya, Gaurahari, he stops crying when you start chanting. When you start singing, he will stop crying. Which actually is very interesting. That's very true of Almost all children, like they're crying and everything, and you start kirtan, because it's chanting and it's music and it's singing, they stop crying, they become very happy. So Lord Chaitanya, in this way, would induce them to chant the holy name of Krishna. All the friendly ladies who came to see the child, would chant the holy names, Hari Hari, as soon as the child would cry. Hase sarvanari ata eva haila tanra nama Hari. So as soon as they would chant Hari Hari, Gaura, he was golden in complexion, would stop crying. So then when all the ladies saw this fun, they enjoyed laughing and called the Lord Gaur Hari. From then on, Gaur Hari became another of his names. So his very name became Gaur Hari because he would have people chant Hari Hari. This is actually the history, the story behind the name Gaur Hari. Balya <speaking> Vayasa <in> Yavat hate <Hebrew> Khadi Dila Pauganda Vayasa Yavat kaila. His childhood lasted until the date of Hate Hari, the beginning of his education, and his age from the end of his childhood until he married, is called Pogandha. After his marriage, his youth began, and in his youth he induced everyone to chant the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra anywhere and everywhere. Next verse. During his Paganda age, he became a serious student and also taught disciples. In this way, he used to explain the holy name of Krishna everywhere. So, when we say, okay, well, then what were other ways in which Lord Chaitanya got others to chant? So, Lord Chaitanya actually devised ingenious ways to get people to chant. One of these ways was that Lord Chaitanya named all the declensions of the verbs in Sanskrit, the names of the Lord. So you have, you know, present, past, passive, all these things. These are all um, different declensions of different verbs, uh, conjugations of different nouns, different cases of grammar. He named them by the names of Krishna. And Jiva Goswami has also done this. He's written a Sanskrit grammar where the whole grammar is based on the names of the Lord. And so when he would teach his students grammar, he was getting them to chant the holy name of Krishna because all the names and the uh, declensions and conjugations were um, names of Krishna. So everyone was chanting. All the students while studying were chanting. We say that, oh, I'm going to work. How can I be Krishna conscious? Um, We have to find ways of being Krishna conscious. And Lord Chaitanya showed himself. He's teaching grammar. Who would think that you can you know, spiritualized teaching grammar. But he found a way to do it. I mean, maybe uh, most, many devotees are in IT, right, in IT. So maybe, you know, when they're writing their programs, the names of different files, uh, of different, you know, recursive algorithms, they can name it, the names of Krishna. This is actually a really good idea. We have so many files, thousands of files each file, you know, this one's Nasingha, this one's Damana, this one's uh, Balarama this one's Buddha, this one's you know, uh, um, Hayagriva so like this, all the names of Krishna are the different files, and in this way, uh, we are remembering the name of Krishna that remembering Krishna's name at every moment, at every time so uh, Chaitanya's full ecstasy manifested in, in the time of his youth, when he met great devotees of the Lord, like Gadadhar Pandit and he was actually a very uh, proud Brahmana uh, student in his youth. But due to the association of these unalloyed devotees, he became a madman, mad after Krishna's holy name. Next verse. When teaching a course in grammar, Vyakarana, and explaining it with notes, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught his disciples about the glories of Lord Krishna. All explanations culminated in Krishna. And his disciples would understand them very easily. Thus his influence was wonderful. Yes. And Prabhupada actually mentions what I was mentioning. He says that Jiva Goswami compiled grammar in two parts, namely Lagu Hari Nam and Brihad Hari Namam if someone studies these two texts in vyakara or grammar, he learns the grammatical rules of the Sanskrit language and simultaneously learns how to become a great devotee of Lord Krishna. Yes, the our Acharyas, our great devotees of the Lord are so merciful that even if someone wants to learn Sanskrit, they've given them a process, a way by which they can learn Sanskrit and also become a great devotee of Krishna how merciful they are. You know, we have these material desires, and one material desire is to become a Sanskrit scholar, right? to be a great Sanskritist or a grammarian. But even if we have that desire, they've given us a book that we can learn the rules of Sanskrit grammar by chanting the holy names of Krishna, and in this way become a great devotee. In the Chaitanya Bhagavat, this is the purport to text um, 29, that I'm reading. In the Chaitanya Bhagavat, Madhya first chapter there is a statement about the method by which Lord, Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught grammar. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu explained the aphorisms of grammar to be eternal, like the holy name of Krishna, as stated in the Bhagavad Gita, "Vedai Shadvaid The purport of all revealed scriptures is understanding is understanding of Krishna. Therefore, if a person explains anything that is not Krishna, he simply wastes his time laboring hard without fulfilling the aim of his life. Um, This is such a nice sentence. Therefore, if a person explains anything that is not Krishna, he simply wastes his time laboring hard without fulfilling the aim of his life. When we are aspiring to be devotees, we oftentimes reflect on our life and we think, how much time I've wasted? I could have been absorbed in Krishna consciousness. I could have been uh, waking up in the morning this whole time. I could have been chanting this whole time. I could have been serving Krishna, reading, reading, uh, Prabhupada's books this whole time. But I didn't. I was engaged in the uh, conversations of the crows, right? Uh, in, in useless talk, wasting days and days in explaining things you know science, math engineering explaining all of these things that have no relationship with Krishna that is the true waste of life if one simply becomes a teacher or professor of education but does not understand Krishna it is to be understood that he is amongst the lowest of mankind as stated in Bhagavad Gita 7.15 Naradhamma maya Paritagyana. so we are generally very impressed by professors by intelligent people intellectual people by people with knowledge but here Prabhupada is saying they're the lowest of mankind if they have not understood Krishna if they're not glorifying Krishna they're naradhamma they're maya Paritagyanas. their knowledge is there but is stolen by illusion if one does not know the essence of all revealed scriptures but still becomes a teacher his teaching is like the disturbing braying of an ass. So the ass also makes a lot of sound, but that is uh, not uh, anything noteworthy. Similarly, if we are teaching, but we are not speaking about Krishna, then it is simply the braying of an ass. Next verse, last one. When Lord Chitani Mahaprabhu was a student, he asked whoever whoever he met to chant the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. In this way, he inundated the whole town of Navadip with the chanting of Hare Krishna. So, He inundated the whole town of, but with the chanting of Hare Krishna. For our practical application, what are the, one of the most powerful ways of inundating this world with the chanting of Hare Krishna is by going out on Harinam, glorifying the Lord, doing a Harinam festival. Because when we share the holy name of Krishna on the streets, we actually are liberating thousands of people. We're actually bringing thousands of people to Krishna. So many Western devotees, uh, I know, have been made just because they encountered devotees on Harinam, and they could never forget the holy name afterwards. There are like two or three very distinct cases recently of young, you know, Caucasian devotees who came and said, "You know, I saw the Harinam. I could never forget it," and then. I joined Krishna consciousness after that. There is one girl who saw the Harinam in New York City. And after that time, she always had dreams of Krishna. And she was always looking for Krishna. And then she found Prabhupada's books, and then it went on, and then she became a devotee. So the chanting of the holy name of Krishna is so powerful, it's so wonderful. Uh, and um, the greatest benediction we can give to ourselves and to the rest of the world, is to take this chanting very seriously so that the moon of Lord Chaitanya will appear in our hearts. So that Lord Chaitanya will appear in the heart, in the core of our hearts and give His most merciful uh, Vada His most uh, merciful uh, presence, His most merciful glance upon our fallen self. So, uh, Gaurapurnima is a day of mercy. We can pray to Lord Chaitanya for His mercy, that His moon may rise in our heart and destroy the blackness, the darkness within that heart. We can pray to Lord Chaitanya that today we can get taste in the chanting of Krishna's holy names, such that when we're chanting every day on our beads, we get some taste, we get more inspired to chant more and more. We can pray to Lord Chaitanya that we may be able to avoid the offenses against the holy name of Krishna and get natural love for Krishna, get uh, actually experience the taste of the holy name. So all of these things are given very easily by Lord Chaitanya because he's giving the highest thing, unalloyed pure love of Krishna. He's giving that which no one else has given. So I'll stop here. Um, I think I've already gone over time. And I wanted to leave a few minutes for any questions, any comments, any discussion.
2: Hare Krishna, jasla, very, very wonderful Nectarian uh, class, Prabhu. So nice to hear the all glories of our dear Lord Gauranga on his appearance day. Thank you so much for giving your time and glorifying the our moon, Gauranga. Guruji, I have a kind of general question. In the scripture we see so much focus, was, I mean, earlier days was so much focus was given to learning grammar and Sanskrit. So I was just thinking about, you know, what was the purpose behind to read, I mean, read the Shastra, understand ourselves, and explain to others, was that the purpose, Prabhu, from like a stress of the grammar? I mean, even Gorong Mahaprabhu, at his earlier age, he learned the grammar, and he taught to others also.
1: Yes, Prabhu. Um, one thing to realize is that at that time, uh, that was the language in some ways, right? So... Uh, there are many people who are speaking Sanskrit. Uh, uh, the the, con- the literature that people were, were reading were the Vedas and, and, and the Shastras. So so it was just like today, uh, you know, in most of the world, people will grow up learning their native language and they'll also learn English. Because English has almost become the international language, the language of the world. In the same way before, it was like, you know, They would learn Bengali or something that they're speaking locally. And they'd also learn Sanskrit. So Sanskrit grammar was like, this is what education is. Uh, Just like today, education includes English grammar. Uh, So one thing to realize is this is why it was there, because uh, it was just part of uh, being educated at that time. Even to this day in India, it's like some people learn Sanskrit simply just for the sake of, this is part of education. But yes, like you're saying, um, some devotees, especially those of a scholarly aptitude, would learn Sanskrit so that one can go very deep into Shastra. And even Prabhupada said this, although Prabhupada gave us everything, but he said that, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, there's actually one conversation, with Prabhupada is saying, by, by Sanskrit, he didn't encourage his disciples to go and learn Sanskrit. Preaching was more important, and he didn't want someone to do separately, but he was just mentioning that by Sanskrit, one can go very deep into the verses and understand the meaning of the words of the Bhagavatam. Like, one can go very deep into the Bhagavatam through that. And similarly, um, uh, Bhakti Siddhanta Satsundi predicted that people from all over the world, from Russia, he mentions, from America. They will learn Bengali just so that they can relish Chitanya Chaita Tamrita. So, Prabhupada has given us in English, so what is the need? Why would someone uh, need to learn Bengali to, uh, to read Chitanya Chaitamrita? Tamrita? Uh, that's a fact. There's no need. But when we learn Bengali and when we know Bengali, we can relish it even more because sometimes the sweetness of the words Cannot be translated so well in the English language. You know, there's no true translation of it, or that feeling, or that mood is known in in the language itself. So, both for Sanskrit and English, uh, sorry, Sanskrit and Bengali, uh, our acharyas have mentioned that that, uh, like Bhakti Siddhanta Thakur mentioned that uh, one can belish the shastras more or or argue against Mayavadi philosophy by on the basis of grammar to show that what they're saying is wrong so they did it for that purpose also for the purpose of preaching it's very useful so yes for these purposes they are studying Sanskrit
2: wonderful wonderful thank you thank you so much uh, Prabhuji I like the point you know you said um, I, my mother tongue is Marathi and when I read some Shastra in Marathi we get that special connection and meaning of it so that's true like we've learn the like language like a Bengali and Sanskrit they have the different level of you know connection and understanding wonderful thank you so much Prabhuji thank you so much
0: Prabhu thank you you so much Prabhu for setting our mood for today to meditate on uh, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Holy Name Uh, do do you have time to take any questions from the devotees Prabhu
1: (laughs) yes I have about five, ten more minutes
0: Door, Prabhu. Uh, devotees have any questions or uh, comments or feedback? Please uh, go ahead. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, Ranmak Pradhan. I don't have any question, but such a beautiful class on this uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, Lord Gauranga, on this auspicious day of his birthday. Hare Krishna.
1: We are so
2: blessed to have you
1: on our call
2: today, Krishna. Hare Krishna, thank you, Madhvi. Hare Krishna. Thank you I don't have any questions, though. Uh, but I like that uh, on the prayer uh, that we uh, I, I want to cherish uh, today and, and uh, onward. Uh, so uh, the uh, mercy of the Lord Chitana, the moon of uh, the mercy of Lord Chetanah may rise in our hearts and cleanse the heart of all our misgivings, all our anathas and uh, miles of accumulated dust on our uh, and so we can uh, fulfill the purpose of our life. Thank you for reminding and getting the mood for today. Thank you,
1: Thank you very much.
2: Praji uh, is it okay if I ask a uh, small question Prabhu? Yes so Prabhuji, can you little bit will you please speak a little bit on what should want, what should be the one's mood in uh, for the you know day of Go Purnima, like how one should observe or what should be the one's prayer?
1: Uh yes, uh um, there are so many uh there's so many prayers that we can offer to the Lord. And uh Prabhupada was once asked, you know, uh, what is the most important thing? Prabhupada, uh what pleases you most? Does book distribution please you most? Uh does this please you most or does that please you most? And Prabhupada says, uh, love for Krishna, that is the most important thing. That is that is what pleases me most, when you have love for Krishna. So we can pray to Lord that please give us some love for Krishna. So, um, you know, uh, our meditation, our, our mind should be focused on the Lord. Focusing the mind on Krishna is... Um, in some ways, the result of chanting Hare Krishna. By chanting, our mind becomes focused on Krishna. So, we can pray to Lord Chaitanya that we can get love for Krishna, that we can uh, get inspiration for chanting Hare Krishna. And the best way to observe purnima is to do Sankirtan, because that's what Lord Chaitanya wanted when he appeared, right? Uh, he, he chose his appearance because at that time, everyone in the world was doing Sankirtan during the time of eclipse. So among all the other things, today especially, is a day that we should engage in as much possible in chanting, uh, doing our rounds very nicely, as we've already done this morning, uh, and uh, doing Sankirtan, uh, congregational chanting of Holy Name of Krishna, and praying to Lord Chaitanya, please give me taste for the Holy Name, please destroy the offenses within our hearts, because this is specifically Lord Chaitanya's role this is why we chant his Panchatattva Mantra every day, before every, every round, because Prabhupada says he removes the offenses. Therefore, we're able to chant. So we pray to Lord Chaitanya, please <coughs> purify my offensive heart of its offenses. And we should pray to Lord Chaitanya, ultimately, that please give me love for Krishna. But there's so many other ways also, and I'm, I'm learning myself, am I'm, I'm, I don't know myself how to pray to the Lord. We have to pray in great humility, uh, remembering the third verse of the Shikshashtaka, because Lord Chaitanya delivers the most fallen. This is his quality, his specific quality, and Lord Chaitanya delivers the most fallen. He's patita pavan. So he will only deliver those who are fallen or who think that they are fallen. And therefore, uh, uh, because knowing this, that this is the trick, therefore Narottam Das Thakur, so many of his songs, he says that I am most fallen, therefore my right is first. I am uh, I mm. I come first. So. Right. So that's uh, that is the uh, main thing.
2: Yes. Wonderful. Very very nice very nice. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Prabhu.
0: Thank you for your very uh, kind uh, uh, blessings and appreciation. Thank you so much, Prabhu. Um, we, um, we can conclude the session here today. namo Anantakoti Vaishnodhan Niki Jai, Shrela Prabhupada, Thank you. Large Chetanthi Jai. Very nice, sure
1: Lord.